We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome to another edition of Henry's Guys, presented by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. I'm Neil McCready. That's Chase Parham. We with you for an hour and a half or so. We'll talk uh, one last look at Ole Miss LSU. Uh, we're also presented by Twisted Tea. We'll tell you about Twisted Tea in a moment. We'll talk about Ole Miss LSU one last time. Take a little look around the league. We we'll might talk a little NFL tonight. As Chase was saying, it's the Lions two and one heading to Green Bay. They're two and one. The game gets started at seven fifteen on Amazon Prime, and um, Detroit goes off as a two point favorite this evening. So we'll talk about. A lot of those things. I uh, got another show coming for you. We'll run you through the content that's up on the site so that you guys can uh, be aware of what's there. First, I want to tell you we're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer. Batesville as well. Call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, DeSoto County, that area, get in touch with our friends at Southern, 662 429 4429. This will be uh, one of the Friday Oxford Exxon podcast, uh, the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. If you're coming in for the LSU game this weekend, uh, stop by. They can uh, take care of you if you're looking for uh, ribs. Uh, they got lunches, different plate lunches every day. You got a great place to stock your cooler if you're heading out to the Grove on uh, Saturday. Take care of all of that. 34 degrees of sudsy goodness there at the uh, at the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. We are in the uh, Clark Ford Studios. Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do. And that is hop into a Clark Ford today. Again, that number is 662-257-1900. We'll have guests that will join us over the course of, uh, I guess, what, the day, the week, whenever? Week, month, year. Yes, they would say them friends. It's the Campbell Clinic hotline. The Campbell Clinic is in Oxford now, 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102, just across the street from the cottages at Hooper Hollow. Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care, everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics, physical therapy, and more. 
CampbellClinicOxford.com. 901-759-3111. Walk-ins always welcome at the Campbell Clinic Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. until uh, 4 p.m. A couple of, I guess, announcements that you guys might be interested in. Uh, I'm trying to find a couple of these. Well, first, I'll touch this one real quick. If you're coming in, make sure you visit our friends at um, the College Corner in Oxford. Brand new store. It's really nice. 4,000 square feet of the best Rebel gear. They'll get you in and out in no time. It's collegecornerstore.com, the one in Oxford, just off of Sisk Avenue in the Oxford Commons. And our friends at Dead Soxie are going to be in town this weekend. Of course, they sponsor our post-game show, which we'll have for you after um, after Saturday's game. Uh, they're going to be uh, the lobby of the Graduate Hotel on Friday until 5 p.m. You can also join them at the Coca-Cola pregame tailgate on Saturday. You can get the latest in Ole Miss styles and NIL products, so don't miss this opportunity to load up in person and get your footwear ready for game day without the shipping with Dead Soxy. Uh, coming up at the end of tonight's show, going to let, uh, let you hear a little bit from Zach Scroggs. They've got their uh, Second Chance Mississippi 2020, 2023 fall fundraiser, the party on the green next Thursday. There some really cool uh, auction items, live auction stuff, Ole Miss sports stuff there. So he'll tell you a little bit about that at the end of the podcast as well. That's 2ndchancems.com for uh, more information and the website. I, I, I've been on the road all day, or at least out of pocket. I'm just down kind of checking the message board. I see that uh, they were frustrated by my intro topic this morning on the uh, on the show. Yes. Catching ca- catching a few, a little, little heat today and for... I, I, uh, I did. It not. was just the largest sports story in America today. I mean, I'm just saying. I that is that is okay. Not. Look, here's what happened. I, we, we we logged on. We, usually we have we take a few minutes before we get started to talk, and we're just kind of hanging out. We do a lot of extensive pre show prep. Neil got on and told me, "Hey, look, today we got to do a little NBA talk. Yeah. We got to start off with this. There so that's go. the rule as we get going today. There okay, that, that that's that's how that worked. I, that is not how that worked. <laughs> that is absolutely false." Neil was actually the last person on. We, I don't think we had a zero minute of, of show prep with Mr. McCready before we hit the play button. Jeffrey and I just kind of shot the crap for a few minutes, but that was uh, that was about that. No, I, I, I went get ahead, got it out of the way. Like I said, thought it was thought it was very pertinent for the day. I was curious. I, I it makes me be very interested in the Bucks moving forward for whatever reason. I mean, see, he's I'm, doing I'm, it again. I'm in. I mean, <laughs> no, 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 hold up, whoa. <laughs> Not even subtle. <laughs> kind of draw the comments out. I've here. said nothing about the National Basketball Association. Uh, I mean, Drew Holiday's really a has been, right? <laughs> like, <mean>. we can't. <laughs> yeah, Mark, we talked about this last Thursday. I still don't know exactly what I'm doing from a from a Ryder Cup standpoint tomorrow. Um I mean, I'm, I don't, I'm actually the longer, I'm pretty tired right now. The answer currently is I'm not going to set an alarm tomorrow. I'm going to just wake up because it's still going to be early as hell when I wake up and I'll just watch golf when I wake up. Sunday is the day that it's very possible. I really like set it, get up and make sure I catch all the singles for, for Sunday morning. Even though it's been fairly late night on Saturday night, but be all right. Yeah. If I'm actually like the Ryder Cup, off golf jokes aside, but I'm not getting up at, Two in the morning. Now Sunday morning, sure. Like five fifteen is I think five thirty is when they're kicking it. Sunday, on Sunday, something like that. I mean, I'll be up at six thirty anyway because my body clock's going to go boom. And so I could see myself coming up here, trying to get ten thoughts done early, turning that on. NFL plays eight thirty in England. Yeah, Jags Falcons. So yeah, I mean, I could I could see that 
Okay, Michael says alarm set for 2.30. Yeah, I just don't... That gives you the back nine of all the morning session. I get it. I understand why 2.30 makes sense. I just... I don't think I can set an alarm for 2.30. By the time I go to bed tonight, I might peer pressure myself into a little earlier than usual, but I don't know. We'll see. I I haven't made that determination because the first ball is in the air at 12.30, so just after midnight tonight. And then the second session, um, which is four ball tomorrow, uh, I think foursomes are first at 12.30, four balls first at uh, 5.30 for that one. Okay. Yes. Trying to sign into my Amazon account and struggling. Oh, it's for okay. the game? Yeah, I'll do it later. It's not a oh, okay, not a big deal because we don't have it for two hours. So yeah, it's not not a big deal. What sporting events would you set your alarm at two thirty four? Shoo, is there much? Opening day of Cubs are playing overseas. Well, I did do that. They played. They opened a season in Japan once, and did I got really? up, I got okay. up at three in the morning and watched them play the Mets. Did you? I did. <laughs> Twice. And then wonder what was going on with your life. Yeah. I I hated myself. Um, Yeah, I did that. I would probably get up for the World Cup. If it were like the World Cup finals. Yeah, I could see that. We've got one of our one of our listeners that has been great about sending us things over the years. He did the, uh, you know, the 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 international Kit Kats has done some different stuff. He is Currently in the process for both of us sending um, Anthony offered Korean baseball league jerseys to us. Oh. Was offered as playing uh, for a Korean team currently. Oh, how about that? Yeah, 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 that's in the that's in the works. I mean, World Cup if it's depends on the teams, but it depends on the the. the I mean, I'm not anywhere near enough of a, of a soccer fan to go. Hey, first group stage going on between Brazil and. Paraguay, I'm out. But I mean, if it's the right thing, U.S. is playing some knockout round thing. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it would take something because like I that. think you need like it has to be something the world is caring about. Like I got, I, yeah. I got to be up because I got a, I've got, I've got FOMO. Like it's that's that's what it's got to be, not just simply because. Yeah, agreed. Jackson said he woke up at three thirty to watch Djokovic. Eh, better be really engaged. Yeah, I'm not getting up to watch the Australian Open. Olympics? Is there an Olympic sport? (laughs) Off off the top of my head, no. I don't remember what all time zones they were in. I think it would have to be a national, you know, the nation is captive in a way like Phelps going for like his eight goals or something. Because, I mean, look, I mean, the, the country was really united on Phelps making that run. Yeah. That year. I think something like that would probably count. Maybe so. Somewhere in there. So Messi didn't play in this open thing that just happened? No, he didn't play. They played Houston. Carson was telling me that Houston is owned in part by James Harden. So is it really? We were just talking about when I was walking up the stairs. Okay. But he did not play in the Dynamo. Is it the Dynamo? The Dynamo beat Inter Milan. Or so why Inter, did he Inter play? Miami. I guess he's just tired. Did it matter? I mean, I I don't understand how all the cups and opens and stuff work. Yeah, I'm not. I've yet to get caught up on MLS. Maybe one day. So you don't even understand how it works from no, a format standpoint. I really don't. Okay. I just haven't gotten into it. It's catching on. I think it's an in-person, you have to live there kind of thing. 
Like if I think if I lived in Cincinnati or Nashville or Kansas City or something, that might be something I'd get tickets to. Okay. Just to follow a team. But I don't know enough about the league, and I don't know that the league is – Here's the thing. You get spoiled by it when you can watch when you can watch um, English Premier League or Bundesliga or whatnot. Yeah, sure. It's kind of hard to go watch MLS. Go jump and... Which is not really fair because I haven't given it a chance in a while. But, man, when you can watch, like, the other day I watched Arsenal and Tottenham. It was really good soccer. I mean, it was really good. It's kind of hard to even give the other a shot. Like, hey, you want to watch FC Dallas against the New England Revolution? It's like, no, not really. <laughs> and I don't know why. I, 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 I should I should give it more of a of an opportunity than that. But I but I didn't. <laughs> Let's play that game. Curious. All right, ready. What, what game are we playing? Uh, the name of the teams and cities. Can you get them right? Okay, I'll try. All right. Atlanta. Atlanta United. Austin. Uh, FC Austin. Austin FC. We'll give you okay. partial credit. Charlotte. Mm. Charlotte SC. FC. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it's, it, there's kind of, that's the only problem in this game is that you can yeah. take a guess and be... And I think this is an American mistake to do this. I think... I'll get into that in a minute. Okay. Yeah, Chicago. Uh, yeah, that's the Chicago Fire. I knew that one. I knew I had no idea about Austin or Charlotte. Cincinnati. Uh, it is uh, FC Cincinnati. That is correct. Yeah. Colorado. The uh, Rapids. I would have gotten that one too. Columbus. I would have gotten this one. This is Columbus SC, I think. Columbus Crew. 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 Yes. Okay, good I would have gotten that one. Okay. Washington, D.C. Oh. Uh, Come on. You got this one. D.C. United. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Dallas. I should know that Carson wears a sweatshirt all the time. Is it really? Yeah. Dallas. Uh, it's uh, FC Dallas. That's correct. Dynamo, Houston. Yeah. Kansas City. The uh, 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 sporting, Kansas, sport, sporting KC. That's correct. Everybody knows it's the Galaxy in LA. Mm-hmm. There's also the Los Angeles Football Club. I did not know that. Yeah, I knew that. I did not know that. Inner Miami. We're all freaking aware of that We're at aware this point. Of them. There's no doubt. Minnesota? The... Uh, uh, Minnesota. It's the Portland Timbers. Uh, <laughs> it is the Portland Timbers. That's good. Minnesota is um, FC- United. Okay. You know, Patrick interned for the Portland Timbers back in the oh, day. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he did it for them and the Beavers, the baseball and the soccer out in Portland back in the day. Uh, Montreal. Oh, I've seen them play. Um, um, oh, gosh. I saw them play in Chicago. CF Montreal. Oh, it's not a name? Okay. CF Montreal. Nashville. Uh, Nashville SC. That's correct. Minnesota. I oh, know, sorry. New England Revolution. You already said mm-hmm. that. New York. Um, there's, uh, there's there, two. Th- yeah, there's there's New York. FC. FC, and then there's something United, right? Red Bulls. Red Bulls. That's New right. York Red Bulls. Oh, I should know that one. Orlando. Orlando SC. Orlando City. City. That's it. Okay. Philadelphia. Oh, I've seen them play. That's uh, United. Union. Union. Philadelphia Union. Portland Close. Timbers. Yeah. Real Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Okay. I didn't know that San one. San Jose. Yeah, Montreal used to be the impact. Are they really? Yeah. Okay. Well, they're out even more. Or at least according to MLSsoccer.com. Okay. Oh, I got. 
San Jose. Um, uh, uh, they've got a name, right? They do. Yes. Um, these happen in California pretty often. Oh, quakes. That's earthquakes. The yes. quakes. Seattle. The Sounders. That is good. Okay. Good environment there too, by the way. Uh, St. Louis. I don't know. City SC. Okay. Toronto. Oh, uh, he's got a he's got a jersey. Um, it's just FC. Okay. Vancouver. They have a name. Oh, Vancouver, Vancouver, Vancouver. I don't know. White Caps. Oh, I should have known that. White Caps. Okay. Why are they screwed? I mean, because I agree with you, but why do you not like the FC? Because we in America. We like names. Like names. Yes. We name our teams. Yes. We name our college teams. We name our pro teams. We name we our do. hockey teams. We name we our do. baseball teams, our football teams, our basketball teams. We name teams. our damn Little League teams. We name our teams. Yes. <laughs> when little kids play Little League, they're the Pirates or the Reds or the Braves or the Tigers. They're not Oxford BB. Baseball club, BC. Nope. No, they have a name. And when they go play travel ball, they're the Sluggers or the Killers <laughs> or the Whoppers. They're not, they're not Briarwood neighborhood union no you copied europe in a way you shouldn't have done you should have americanized it in that way because if i'm if i'm the casual fan that i am and they said hey just pick a team and i'm not doing the geography thing i would pick one with a name i would like i i don't know why just how i'm built because of where i'm from and everything else like i might pick nashville for just my geography because it's close but if it's hey, just go grab one nationally. No, I'm gonna go. Okay, who looks cool? What's a neat mascot? What's the jersey look like? Of course, that's what I do. Yeah, I mean New England Revolution. Okay, that's kind of a neat logo. Good, sounds good. And they're following them even with the corporate name on the front. That's and we don't really do that. We put the name NBA of the team. Does it, well, they put a patch. Well, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Different. Well, like yeah, like yeah, the yeah, Thunder's yeah. loves. Yeah, that's true. But it says Thunder. And Nashville wears a Renaissance bank. Yeah. I think they would do better to have Nashville be the sounds. We'll just use the baseball team for the sake of it. And then put the patch on the chest. That's a good name. Jenner said her daughter's soccer team is the Shooting Stars. Oh, that's really good. That's a really good soccer team. I like that. The MLS should steal that. That's really good. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that at all. Mark says, how many of the 10 best athletes at Oxford High School play soccer? Uh, There's a couple that come to mind. And no, my son's not one of them. Um, a lot of really good baseball players there. Mm-hmm. It depends how you want to grade athleticism. There's one really good basketball player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You'd have to kind of come up with a scale for. There's two soccer kids that come to mind that are even, absolutely that are even in 1985 are playing football well. Yeah, one would be a starting wide receiver, and the other would be a really good DB mm-hmm. slash running back. Yeah, as Mark says, we name our live golf teams, for God's sake. Yeah. We, we name everything. everything. <laughs> he would he would tell you he's not one of the <laughs> two best athletes. He's a lot more athletic than he used to be. He's more uh, he's more tactical and skilled. What position would he play in football if it's 1992? He would have gotten in a weight room and gotten bigger. Probably would be a... Safety or linebacker? Probably be an outside linebacker. Yeah. Uh, slot receiver, tight end, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, I agree with that. His mother would be a nervous wreck. I mean, <laughs> she gets nervous with soccer. <laughs> I'm always worried like an elbow. 
to the mouth. Like oh. there went all the dental work. Store main story on ESPN.com tonight: eight hundred and eighty million zero playoff games, while the Mets, Yankees, and Padres are the big money disappointments. Eight hundred and eighty million to all miss the postseason. So there's a real chance that the Major League Baseball playoffs will not feature the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Cardinals, the Cubs, the Angels, the Giants. Speaks to the health of the of the of the sport, the parity of the sport. Top ten payrolls in Major League Baseball to date. Number one, main for the season. Mets won. Out, obviously. Mets, by the way, emerging as one of two leading candidates for Shohei Otani. Oh, God. No. Watch. Don't do that. Watch. Please don't do that. Watch. I can't find myself pulling for him at all. Like, I just... They're not even fun to watch for me. And it's not even a Braves thing. Believe it or not, other than the Cardinals, and this just a rivalry thing, he actually would be good in St. Louis. I'll give you that. Yeah. (laughs) You don't want to watch that 19 times. No, my God. The Mets are the one place that I would not want him to go. That if he goes there, I'm yeah. like, okay, well, I still like you, but I don't like you as no, much. No, no, there's no, I don't know, even though I still know why, but yeah. He it, would go it, from me having like a serious man crush on a player to, to no. me being like, I don't really like you that much anymore. I don't want anything bad to happen to you, but I don't care if you never win. Mets $343,585,229 on their payroll for 2023. Yankees two, Padres three, so top three out. Yep. Rangers four. I I don't think I could have told you the Rangers were the number four payroll in, in baseball. Spent a ton of money on Degrom, who's out. They spent a ton of money on Scherzer, who's out. Two hundred forty-seven million. They're winning with their younger players. Phillies at five, obviously. In. Yeah. Dodgers at six. In. Okay. Astros at seven. They're in. Los Angeles Angels at eight. They have the eighth highest payroll in baseball. Yeah. Awful. Terrible. Artie Moreno is awful. Do you see the stat? And we're jumping around. Listen, I will say this. Let, it's me, let, me, let me do this. Let me do this. We have a show. I'm going to do it. I'm going to stream it live about 7 o'clock. I talked to uh, Matt Moscona. You guys will actually like this interview. Matt is not super confident in LSU's chances on Saturday. Uh, I talked to Parker Fleming, Stats of War on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Does all the analytics stuff. His analytics have Ole Miss winning a one-point game. We talked about that, and he goes into the numbers, and he gets really nerdy, and I found it fascinating. It's really good. And then I did about 15 minutes with Ben Mintz, so I'll bring that show to you. So if you want a pregame show, that's your pregame show outside of Pete's Pigskin Preview. And Pete's Pete's Pigskin Preview presented by Riverland Roofing is up, uh, as is the Butcher versus the Dance Instructor presented by LB's Meat Market. That is up. Uh, Obviously, we're going to talk for a while, and then that show tonight, it's got – it's – 95 to 98% LSU Ole Miss. So that's what you want to have on your screen. You're there. By God, it's there. We'll we'll get it to you. And Chase is going to have to pull the audio off YouTube and load it in the morning because I screwed something up. Um, For what? The night show. Oh, okay, guys. Right now? No, no. The next one. The next one. Oh, okay, guys. No, this one's – we're running an audition here. We're good. All right. Um, Anyway, so there's lots of that. So before anybody throws – yeah, I, I wanted to reach out to Devin. I, I meant to and didn't, and by the time I remembered to do it, it was too late in the week. Devin Snow. Do you watch his stuff on Mondays? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, Red Beans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I find it hilarious every week. It like cheers me up. Um, what the hell was I talking about? Oh, the baseball teams. Um, 
I just mentioned the Angels were the number eight payroll. Oh, league. thank That's you. It. Otani and Trout historically have like six of the top wars ever. Yeah, and they never made the playoffs. Yeah, I saw. I think I sent the stat to you at some point. I think I could and find it. Of the ten highest wars of teams who missed the playoffs, the Angels have like nine of the ten spots because of Otani and Trout. It's unbelievable. It's, it's crazy. It's unbelievable. Um, Blue Jays nine sneaky good team. Yeah, yeah. Toronto's yeah. good. Oh, really good. Good young players. The little engine that could. The Braves with the tenth highest payroll in baseball, trying to trying to make it work there in Atlanta. Uh, Giants at eleven. Cubs twelve. Boston thirteen. Colorado fourteen. And then that's where the league average comes in. So that's what's interesting too. The Colorado Rockies having a above average league average payroll. Yeah. I hate that, too, because they gave a lot of money to Chris Bryant. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. Where are the Cubs? 12? Uh, 12. Yep. $186 million. Red Sox at 13. I mean, it's not like they're spending a ton, either. Uh, playoff teams past that. Twins at 16, winning the god-awful Central. Mariners doing a good bit with the 18th best payroll. Not a bad job there in Seattle with them. Uh, Miami, the number 22 payroll. Yeah, Miami's had a pretty good season. They have. They've had a really fortunate season. They're going to end up getting into the wild card as the historically worst team to make the playoffs. Are they really? Yeah, run differential. Uh, Reds at number 23 in payroll for the year. They had a really good year. They did. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays at 27 and the Orioles at 28 on payroll. 27 and 28. I mean, I got. I mean, we should just. They're the best. For for almost two decades now, I've had the same thought, which is if if the Tampa Rays want to trade a guy, you should just go no, sorry, because you know what you're doing. I'm yeah. not whatever that is. Nope, yeah. I have no interest in that. I am curious to see if Baltimore starts I mean, they spending. Move, they move Blake Snell and he goes to San Diego and wins the Cy Young, well, and Tampa true. just keeps right along. What they do is they get your prime years, and then they let you go. They they're they here's don't the overextend. here's the funny part. We do the Moneyball thing with Billy Bean. Tampa's Moneyball. Oh, there's no doubt. Tampa's the Moneyball team. Oh, I mean, Andrew, yeah, whatever his name. He's the one that has got the pelts. Yeah. I mean, it... it... Yeah, Baltimore at 28. I want to see if they start spending money. There's really no reason for them to yet. Got so many good young players on... Rookie scale deals. Like just recently, they called up the kid. Help me with his name. He had the funny name. Played at Arkansas. Uh, Kirst Herstad. Yeah, Heston. Heston. Yeah, Kurt. Kirstad. Yes, Kirst. You're making me. You're confusing me now. But yes, that is you know right. they brought him up in August. Yeah, they're super high on him. He's just one of like seven really good young positional players they have. You have all those guys on rookie deals. Just let them play. Andrew Friedman is who I was trying to yeah, think of. And he, he left Tampa to go to L.A. L.A. To the Dodgers and now. The, and the new person just picked right up. Yeah. And not like the Dodgers have been chopped liver. They've been okay. Got a ring there. He was the GM of the Rays from 2004 to 2014. He's been with the Dodgers since 15. Yeah. Definitely more whatever than Billy Bean. Yeah. Bean's just got a good press agent. We've been through this. No, enough. I know. Yeah, yeah, I just, yeah. but that wasn't. 
God, Freeman's only won one MLB Executive of the Year. Yeah. Who the hell are they giving it to every year? It's hard to win it as a Dodger because you just got money, too. Who gets it this year? The Orioles guy? Has to. See, I'd vote for Anthopolis. Would you really? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the eternal debate. But, I mean, he's got so many of those young stars locked up on these long-term deals. He locks up all those guys, loses Freddie Freeman, gets Greg Olson, Matt Olson. Matt Olson. Loses Dansby Swanson, gets Arcia, who kind of came back to earth as the season went on, but still. And just was able to... Their system, every, everybody they bring up is good. Strong bullpen. 102 and 56 at this point. Yeah. They're good. They've gotten a ton out of Sean Murphy this season. Yeah, and that wasn't surprising. No. He was the one I was I was really hoping the Cubs would trade for him. And then I was really hoping the Cardinals wouldn't. <laughs> no one was happier. Whenever I was like, when, when, when the Cardinals signed Wilson Contreras, I got all these texts going, I bet you're pissed off. I was like, no, not at all. Thank God. It's the least of my concerns. I was afraid they'd get Murphy. Oh, good. I'm glad we're showing the Packers victory celebration from Sunday. It's exciting. Overcoming a yeah. 17 to nothing deficit in the fourth quarter. He did it against the backup quarterback, you idiots. How old's the Saints kicker? Like 12? <sighs> Ought to be cut. Look. Here we go. To Jeffrey's credit, Jameis did get him down the field in field goal range to he take did. the lead. He did. Six would have been nice, but. NFL kickers are supposed to make that kick. Oh, it was a bad kick. He just hooked the hell out of it. I mean, it was not. It was not good. Will Lutz probably wouldn't have made the kick, but he's a Bronco. Glad he and Sean are happy. Go Bears. <laughs> God, if they lose to the Bears. Go Bears. That's. It didn't take you long to get. Um, no, we're, we're out. Salty. You don't wear my colors anymore. I mean, yeah. what are you talking about? I get it. I mean, you. You know, that's where we're going with the transfer portal, right? Some, oh, getting, we're going to go there. Sooner rather than later. The hated player when he the leaves. The loved player becomes the hated player. Oh, yeah. Especially depending on what any team, but they're especially depending on where you go. Because in college, it's going to be so quick, oh, the it's, jump. It's not like like Swanson got the standing ovation the other night. Because, hey, he won a title. Yeah, gave, yeah, yeah. Gave yeah. you six We're great all fat good and years. Happy. And the Braves have 102 wins. Yeah, everybody, like, it's everybody all stood good. up and clapped, and they liked him. He was a good, good member. of. He was there long enough. Chris Bryant's been gone from the Cubs for a little while. When Colorado came in last weekend, all three games, his first at bat, he got a standing ovation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you not go get that in college. Oh, and and Ole Miss hasn't had the one where it's been really incoming or outgoing. That's like, wow, that was right something. Because I mean, the only SEC kids they've had. I mean, Piggy's coming back home from Auburn's not nobody's like whatever. I'll throw a scenario at you. What would the reaction be if this is a hypothetical? Yes. Okay. Coming off the championship of Hunter Elliott had gone to LSU. Well, I mean, Arkansas was the one that was. Yeah. The, I was going to try to keep it somewhat fictional. Mm, eh, whatever. It's, statute of limitations what's, is over. What's the reaction on that? Oh, dear God. Those two programs? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because it. it <laughs> and look, I don't blame anybody for trying because it, it's. 
it's Wild West. There are no rules anymore. Yeah, don't don't come at me with well they tampered. Nah, stop. My reaction to the tampering thing. Someone so tampered, I'm like, shut up. I mean, in this last portal period when Ole Miss hadn't picked up anybody for the first couple weeks, I'm like, hey, where's the tampering, guys? Like, should have yeah. already had this done, right? Yeah, like, you should have been tampering. Yeah. It's my favorite thing on the internet, and I love you guys. Like, I really just crack up, but I, I appreciate your uh, naivete. Honestly, I wish I had it. Like, I wish I could be the fan that just took everything at face value, but it's like, wow, like, they finished their season yesterday, and I mean, Ole Miss must have got in there and made a really good impression quickly and got that done. You went, um, <laughs> no. Yeah, in March. Yeah, um, that ain't how that worked. <laughs> <laughs> my guy knew a guy who knew a guy and yeah. suddenly it, yeah. it starts starts raveling a little bit i uh, know god it would have been oh jesus no i mean oh. <laughs> well because in that scenario too like your social media all the flames are fanned and they're going at oh oh god no 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 no, no. i don't think the championship would have made that any more palatable whatsoever no, at some point, it's not going to be Tennyson and Pegues. It's going to be some dude that played for some team coming in or either you losing one of your dudes going to yeah. LSU or Alabama or State or Arkansas or A&M or wherever. Cole Wood says, I'm gonna get, Cole, I'm going to get to your super chat in a minute. Um, Cole Wood says, I feel like if Chatney were to play against Ole Miss in the regionals, he'd cheer. But if it were Hunter Elliott playing for Arkansas, I'd be pissed. Yeah, like if Peyton came back in a, in a regional this year okay. with TCU, everyone's going to stand up. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's no doubt about that. Because it was... That was mutual and blah, blah, blah. But that wasn't, hey, a rival came in and just bought him. No, Chatagnier would be very similar to the Major League stuff you're talking about. Yeah, he was there a long time. Yeah, he was there, gave everything guy. Everybody said, hey, it's his time. Won a title. Yeah, and he went home, back to Texas for his final year. Yeah, no hard feelings for anybody. No, everybody's cheering for him. But, all right, Cole, thank you for the super chat. He says, can y'all share your thoughts on Ole Miss celebrating the 3 team as West champions? I missed Alabama's 22 banner in Bryant-Denny on Saturday. Um, I think... Oh, it's going to piss people off, aren't I? Um, Denson's going to be like, don't say it. Don't say it. Um, <laughs> I, on one hand, I get it. They're making a very concerted effort to reestablish and to strengthen relationships with as many for- former players as they can, which is very smart on their part. It's the right thing to do. It's the appropriate thing to do. So on that hand, 100% get it. On the other hand, in fairness, to be honest, Go ahead. No, no, come you're in. opening yourself up if it matters. And it might not matter. You might not care about what people say or write. You're opening yourself up for some jokes to be criticized when that was the 03 team. Had they won that game against LSU, would have gone to the championship. They probably would have won it, probably would have gone to the Sugar Bowl, would have exercised a lot of demons. Sure. And it was Eli Manning. Can you imagine Eli Manning winning the SEC title? They would title have played and, Georgia in the, in the title game when they would played them. Ohio State in the Sugar Bowl. Would have been an unbelievable ending to Eli Manning's storied career at Ole Miss. Yeah, sure. They didn't beat LSU. And now you're going to do this with LSU in the building. So you're going to let LSU criti- you're going to let some if you're covering LSU it's going to be an easy little criticism. I don't know that that matters to Ole Miss right now. Yeah. It, as I get to that question, TJ McCants is at Alabama too. So I mean Ole Miss will play him three times oh, this season. Yeah. Um 
Yeah, I think this is one of those deals where, yeah, there's no doubt the back half of that is true. I'm I'm surprised a little bit it's this weekend where it is LSU. Now, that could have been scheduling. You get people here. You have to do it when you do it. I have no idea. I don't know. I have right. not asked Denson or Jessica or any of them what went into these conversations. But, yeah, I am one of those deals, though, where you are worried about your own constituents. And I think that it was it was an opportunity to accelerate. I mean, I think the reasoning, and I haven't asked either one of them about this, but I think you were right on the first part of why. The why is it gave you a great weekend to accelerate a project that you've been going at from multiple angles for a long time. When you can get Patrick Willis back in town and Eli back in town and some of these big names and they're all here and you can promote that, you just do it for your people and you go, hey, this is what it's about. This is who I'm concerned with. This is why we're doing this. People are going to cheer him. It's going to be good for the environment. they got stuff going on all weekend. They've got whatever. I think it just made sense for your own situation, yeah. no matter what any outside noise yeah. would what was or wasn't at that point. And you just probably assume and know that you're going to get made fun matter. of a little bit. And Who cares? Okay. Yeah. If it gets... I mean, if Ole Miss loses to LSU, what Scott Rabelais writes is yeah. not going to be what creates the week. That's literally what I was just thinking. I mean, it's, it's They're not... They're going to take a shot because it plays to their readership and it's fine yeah i mean it's 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 all cool i mean it's 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 i mean i get it they have from all sides are doing a hell of a job to get people back in and involved after a long time of honestly not doing it if it wasn't a certain group right. and it's it's they're getting some fruits of those labors at this point they spend a lot of time ignoring some of the newer alumnus alumni Alumnus is alum, alumni, yeah, alumni, yeah, alumni. Sorry, had to think. I had we're, to think we're overthinking that. that all of a sudden. Yes, I alumni. Did. Yeah, Ryan says, "Don't say SEC West champs. Yeah. Say something else." I get it. No, they've been. They've and been, I, I agree. There've been changes in leadership, and they've done a really good job. Their argument would be, "Well, they sent us a trophy." Well, and they did, and they did. Technically, they are the SEC West champions. I'm not promote. I'm not telling you to be no, no. for it or against it. I'm saying 100. The SEC rule book says that tiebreakers only count for the tiebreaker. That everybody gets the trophy and the banner and the whole deal. Yeah. Again, how you promote it is up to you. Yeah. But it in the books, it is what it is. <laughs> Houston Nutt has three SEC West titles. He hadn't been in Atlanta three times, but he has three SEC West titles. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I I do think I would probably I I do wonder about that a little bit. I don't think I would get Glenn to say SEC West champs in the stadium. I wouldn't. I would avoid that term. Just honor the team. Two thousand three. Your two thousand best SEC record in school in in sure. best in sure. modern history or whatever. They went seven and one. Yeah. It's a very old mistake to do. You go seven and one and don't go to Atlanta, and a lot of teams are going at five and three and lose to Memphis. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. And Texas Tech. Oh yeah. They were two and two. Forty nine, forty five to Texas Tech and whatever the hell to Memphis. I covered that LSU game. That's as, that's as loud as I've ever heard about Hemingway. Travis Johnson's mm-hmm. pick six on the first play. Yep. Loud as I've ever heard it. Yeah, that was a two-week meat grinder because that was the week after the Obamanu-Auburn game. Mm-hmm. Auburn over there and then back over, yeah. back in Oxford for LSU. Yep. Yeah, that was... That Auburn game was crazy. That was kind of your good luck, bad luck thing working out. 
he drops a touchdown pass and your Grozo award-winning kicker misses a kick. Kind of good luck, bad luck. It's why I always do the win-loss toss and take the tosses and the split. The Pythagorean kind of works out most of the time. Gets- most of the time. Cubs say hello. Um, take the tosses, split them in half, and you're going to be right. <clears throat> Don't do the fan thing and try to justify how we're going to win this one this way and this one. No, if you have five tosses, you're either going two and three or three and two. Every time. If you do better than that, it's the magical season. If you do worse than that, it was the unlucky season. And if you have the magical season, the unlucky season's on its way. At some point, you're going to get that side of it. The way it works. Yeah. So, I mean, look, here's the deal. Enjoy the weekend. If you want to cheer the player, whatever, just have a good time. Quit worrying about what the hell anybody else is saying about it. Of course. Come and have, have a good time. Yeah. It is very significant that all those people are coming back for your program this yes, weekend. Yes, 100%. I, I can't emphasize enough how that was not happening for a long time in ways that were not healthy for the program. Players would it is leave. a huge deal. Players would leave and never hear from the university, which is not good. If you pay attention to like the big-time programs, uh, I'll give you an example. I think it was the Giants. I don't know which team. But they had a Clemson alum and a Florida State alum okay, playing. Yeah, sure. And Florida State won the game. And Florida State had been sending out these regular care packages. It was Graham Gano and Dexter Lawrence. Okay. Okay, I think. All right. And Graham Gano had some fun with Dexter Lawrence. He yeah, set sure. up this thing in his locker with the chop and all that stuff and the sound. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, yeah. Dun, you know, all that stuff. Alumni relations are with former players is super important for a program. It's it's vital, and for whatever reason, and I'm not, yeah, no, I I'm not it. peeing on anyone. Just for whatever reason, for a long time, it just sort of got ignored. Yeah, no, there've been a lot, there've been a lot of moves to and, to do well. I mean, they have they've been really really proactive in in, in recent years. The M Club and Jessica's done a hell of a job. Denson's done a hell of a job. Javon has sent out those care packages yep. to Ole Miss alumni. Yep. Um, they have they've really done a lot for for those reasons. Um, that has been an emphasis, and it is something that has it will pay off in a lot of ways. I mean, you're seeing that was here network. I mean, you know, we've got we've had the Letterman's Lounge people every week. Brian recorded with Nate Wayne this morning. It'll go up at some point tonight or tomorrow. I don't know when. I haven't talked to him, but I know he was talking to Nate this morning. Um, he's in town. I think Jonathan Nichols is one of them. I think he's back at some point this year. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, Denson. Thanks for the super chat because that led into a yeah. productive conversation. Denson does do a great job. He cares. I don't know what – I'm not saying the previous people didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. And I can say this from personal experience. Eddie, I would say, let me say this. Let me say this. I, I can – from personal experience. Some of the previous administrations spoke with really forked tongues and were pretty nasty at times and I don't think completely understood dynamics and whatnot some dynamics and they burned a lot of bridges in the process and the current people appear to be the opposite of that so you should be thankful yeah no I mean they've done a ton to get the word out and I mean we're and we're saying that completely separate from any corporate partnership stuff it's just accurate oh, sure. and true I mean no, it's absolutely. not I mean 
not gonna lie about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, yes, we have partnerships with the M Club and the and, and OMAF, but that's yeah. not the purpose of this conversation. But they've they have fixed some things. Yes, hundred percent. I mean, it's like Alabama used to do the game ball thing with the former players, and I may still do. I have no idea. I haven't been to Tuscaloosa in a while. But Jay Robertson asked, "Feel like a big crowd around Oxford this weekend?" I don't know. I haven't left my house today. I have not been back in town yet because I was out of town all day, but I've been told that it was already getting swamped this afternoon. Oh, really? Yeah, I, okay. I, I have not personally experienced it. You can let me know when you go to lunch on the square tomorrow and <laughs> see how busy it is and, and see what that looks like around noon. But <laughs> Can you imagine noon tomorrow be at zoo? You, I mean, everybody knows this, but seriously, if you're coming into town, do not even try to do South Lamar from like – 1045 to 115 you will just be stuck on south lamar like do yeah. any alternate route i'm not going to tell you the routes because then you're going to clog my route but yeah. find other routes into yeah no, i won't even try to go over there it's i mean I, I have kind of a regular friday lunch thing that i don't I mean it will take some deal to get there um tomorrow so we'll we'll see where's your lunch what time <laughs> yeah uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh but, I mean, I just think people would love to come say hello and yeah. see you. Yes, uh, Neil's going to Ajax at 6 tomorrow for dinner, sometime around 6. Put the name on the list. Yeah. Hang right. out. That'll um, be me. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made of real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol, no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion, no need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. So whether you're tailgating at the stadium, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate your game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. When you're at your best, you can do great things, but sometimes life gets you bogged down and you may feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up the way you want to. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you because when you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything that life throws at you. Therapy can help clear your thoughts, and it's great to talk to somebody that doesn't have a lot of preconceived notions. Sure, you got family, you got friends, but maybe they have opinions or emotions that are not exactly what you need right now. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. So if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MPW today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash M-P-W. Going to take a few minutes to talk about a great event coming up here soon. Second Chance Mississippi, their 2023 fall fundraiser. Party on the Green, Thursday, October 5th. 2023, 5.30 to 8.30. It's at the Green at Harrison's right there off the square. That's 1210 Harrison Avenue. And to talk about that a little bit today, Zach Scruggs, Executive Director of Second Chance Mississippi, Sarah Rose Lominick, Program Director. Thanks for uh, inviting me in, guys. Good to be with you today. Thank you, Chase. Thank you for having us. So, Zach, tell me a little bit. Let's We'll get to the event. Everybody wants to talk about the party. we got some silent auction stuff up here to uh, discuss as well. But Second Chance Mississippi long been a, a vital thing for the state of Mississippi. Tell us a little bit about that and uh, I guess what this fundraiser is, is going towards this next week. Thank you, Chase. So our mission at Second Chance Mississippi is to provide support, needed financial support, to lower income adult students 
who are going back to school to get their high school equivalency or an employable workforce certification. We started back in 2016 when we realized there was a niche and a need for this through the community colleges. Now, most people understand that community colleges provide um, you know, associate's degrees or classes for students that are working at home in college, but the one of the most important things community colleges do is they are the, the location you would go to if you're an adult that dropped out of high school but need to go back to get their high school diploma and the vital workforce uh, classes and training that they provide. The problem is they most of the adults that are going back to get their high school equivalency or workforce certification or lower income and they don't have funds for things that they they need to get in and complete these classes we're talking about tuition for the workforce classes we're talking about transportation to get to and from class testing fees every time you take your high school equivalency test whether it's GED or whatever it cost over a hundred bucks that's like a thousand dollars to the people we're talking about and then there, there are things like books supplies even child care Whatever barrier is keeping an otherwise motivated adult to go back to school to get their high school equivalency or workforce certification is where we come in. How do you find the people to help? Is it is it an application process? Does it go to certain areas through the colleges? How does that work? Right. So we 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 have programs at twelve of the current programs at twelve of the fifteen community colleges, and the people that we help are already in their universe. The adult education directors and the workforce directors know, already have in their orbit the people that need these services. And before we came along, these services were just not being met. Uh, they either had to dip in their own pockets or purses, or most likely these adults dropped out again because they couldn't get to class, they didn't have the money for the tuition or the testing fees, and they lost them. So the, the orbit of people that we help are already in, 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 in their universe. We just now provide the air support. So we will give the community college the money uh, to, to fund these programs and then their director reports to us and they get them to the people that are worthy and in genuine need. How important is this event next week for this process? Very important. Thank you, thank you for, for asking. So our main way to raise money uh, to support the programs we support is through the Party on the Green fundraiser. And this is the fifth annual one that we've had. And the last, this will now be the third time we've done it at, um, at the Green at Harrison's. Griffin Tanner and, and the Tanner family have been very generous in, in, in donating their venue for, for this. And it is our principal moneymaker. And I'd like to add that all the money that's donated to Second Chance goes directly to the programs I'm talking about, to these students. Nothing goes to overhead. We don't have much overhead. And we're sitting here in our office right now, and that's our overhead. But, the, uh, but, but all the money goes to the programs. It's been tremendously successful. Every year, I'm, I'm glad to say, we've raised more money than the previous. And we already feel like we're going to hit that. In fact, we, I think we passed that benchmark again this year. But it, 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 is, it is our biggest money maker. We also get some donations and some grants. But this is, this is how we fund our programs. And obviously donations, sponsorships, things for the, the event. But the two ways that most people will help, either they participate in the event, they show up, they attend, and then the silent auction will get to most of those things. But for people who are just coming for the party, what all is involved with next Thursday? Yes, absolutely. So, so as you mentioned, uh, uh, we have uh, numerous philanthropic uh, uh, individuals and corporations that sponsor the event. That's a big money maker. But if you're coming to the event, you'll have live music, uh, the, the food and, and free food and drink. Uh, for, uh, for for everyone, and we have silent auction. We have a lot of items that people and um, businesses, local and statewide, have, have uh, donated. And 
the good thing about our auction is it's online. So you don't have to physically, we would love for you to physically be there. But if it's something where you can't make it or you live far away, you can get in through our portal and our website and you can bid real time on, on these items. So, but it, it, it's a great time. It's from 530 to 830. We, we've been blessed and we'll be blessed this year with beautiful weather. You know, uh, early, there's a, other than just centering it around a, a, a big event like a football game, uh, uh, we always do it in late September, early October because of the nice Oxford weather. I was about to say, yeah, you can actually, you don't have to worry about sweating through everything. <laughs> You're just far enough outside, hopefully, from the summer to be okay with an outside venue. Yeah, and we always try to time it around and on this football game. Uh, we, we've done it the first year we did it in 2018. It was the Thursday before the Alabama game, which was maybe a little too big. Uh, sometimes you don't want to have too much going on, but we and we, we coordinate our schedules with the university and other local um, entities to make sure we're not conflicting with something that that we wouldn't want to conflict with but it's uh we've been we've last year for instance we did it before the kentucky game which was a great time and and we thought uh, doing it before arkansas might be a little less hectic than before the LSU weekend so ticket sponsorships that's second chance ms.org that's two nd not a second right. as far as spelled out two nd chance ms.org for that is that also tickets is that the base location for the silent auction how do people reach out from an online standpoint? that's correct so if you go to our website www.2ndchancems.org it gives you information on purchase tickets uh looking at the silent auction items which will go live this friday for everyone to look at and possible sponsorships. You could also purchase tickets at the door, which which people do. Um, and um, it, it, well, you can ask the the. We have a couple items I'd like to preview, if that's okay. Feel free, go sure. Ahead. So uh, for the um, for the we're a statewide organization, but we're because we're based in Oxford. We do the, the event here in Oxford, and we certainly have a lot of supporters that are that are Ole Miss fans. So we uh, pleased to to tell you that we have uh, some some items that I think people uh, your listening audience would would like uh, for instance Elaine Kiffin Nike shoes that were went viral I think about a month ago I <laughs> um, also have a signed um, Kenshawn Juckins football uh, we have some basketball um, items uh, we have a, a, an away experience with the basketball team the men's basketball team for two uh, people to buy tickets and fly with the team uh, we about positive that will be the Texas A&M game okay. uh, gotcha. uh, which is January 26 I believe uh, also have, which is kind of neat, on the basketball side, we have uh, a, a scholarship to uh, Chris Beard's uh, basketball camp oh, that, cool. that he'll do uh, for, for kids. Um, I believe he'll probably do it next summer, but we'll have that information. Uh, and also a 30-minute private lesson with Madison Scott and Jamie and Brakefield. Uh, oh. uh, will be that that'll be a separate item. So that'll be a neat item for I think kids that are getting into basketball and want to want to hone their skills. We also have some somewhat Ole Miss-centric items. We have a signed Katy Perry guitar uh, that our good friend Bradford Cobb sure. uh, uh, arranged for us. We also have a signed Brad Paisley guitar, along with um, t- two tickets. Is it four tickets? Four tickets, four tickets to a, a, a show in his concert, his 2024 concert series. Um, a couple other. We have some uh, some experiences and getaways. Uh, one to Charleston, one to Bermuda, and, and one to Whistler that, that are uh, up. And we have uh, for a plug for our local businesses. Uh, Finch and Kelly has donated a, a a sports coat. We have Hinton and Hinton. We have Nielsen's have all donated items. Um, and Blue Delta, who's also a friend of the program, is, and, yeah, yeah. and 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 Second Chance has a his and hers. Uh, uh, gene package and we've done that with them for several years and uh, Nick 
uh, weavers generously donate, and that's always a popular item. So, and there'll be tons of um, we have lots of wine here, as you can see, uh, one of our gin. Uh, so we have a, a you know spa packages, gift certificates to to local restaurants. A lot of things that that whether you're an Ole Miss fan, an Oxford fan, uh, or or a music fan, there'll be plenty to choose from. Yeah, I was about to say there's kind of something for everybody. You've got the men, the women, the sports fan, the traveler, whatever it is. If you come and you want to peruse the items, if you just want to go online and kind of follow it and check out, I mean, you, you have hit a pretty comprehensive selection for this auction. It's uh, thanks to, to, to Sarah Rose and and and, and others that, uh, that 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 we're associated with. We we've been able to expand our sound auction game each and every year uh, from where it started uh, in, in eighteen when we were just kind of spitballing and putting it together to where it is now. But but I, I think that they're neat and uh, and it's fun to watch the competition on some of these items. Do you uh, you got an age limit on that uh, experience with Madison and Jamin? You don't need like the thirty year old to sign they want to hoop it up for a day, do you? You know, it's yeah. funny. Funny you mentioned that. The uh, uh, you know, I thought you know, wouldn't it be neat if they like uh, could each like coach a team and you know you could get a team. It's kind of like fantasy camp, you know, they do for football and baseball and different things where you invite people back for the day. Chase, you and you and some of the Rebel Grove team could get together, put up a team, and and, and play somebody. But the uh, I, I think um, I know the camp will be. I think elementary through junior high. I, that's probably what Madison and, 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 and Break will, will do as well. Uh, we'll have that information on, on the, the silent auction when it goes live. But, the, uh, but you know, I encourage everyone to get on the website both uh, to, to purchase tickets and to see the neat items that are on there. Yeah, and again, great event coming up next Thursday there. Harrison's on the green. Is or sorry, the green in Harrison's Harrison's on the green. Party on the green is the uh, title of the event. Again, the Second Chance Mississippi 2023 Fall Fundraiser. 5.30 to 8.30, by the way, for time. But it's come and go. You're not, you're not sitting down. You're not spending three hours there, right, Zach? No, right. There, you know, when, when you're on the or off the square or just off the square, it's, it's, uh, you're not chained to anything. Uh, we want people to stay as long as they can, and most people will stay a reasonable amount of time. But it's, um, it, we're, we're, we're cognizant of, uh, of, of square traffic. So we want people to come in, have a great experience, and do what they're going to do. You can buy tickets there online. Also, the silent auction, again, going live on Friday. It's 2ND chancems.org for that. If you got questions, info at 2ndchancems.org is an email address to get those answers. Guys, looks like a, a great time. Let's uh, let's do it on Thursday. Thank you, Chase. Thank you, Chase. Our next partner is Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. Give it a try because, look, my diet's not perfect. Not always getting all the vitamins, nutrients, minerals that I need every day. And AG1 can help in that. Makes me feel better, like I'm doing something great for my body as well. Because it empowers the gut for whole body health. It's much more than just a greens power powder. It's all of your key health products in one. Covering my nutritional basis for my day literally couldn't be any easier, which is why I trust Athletic Greens. I just mix one small scoop of AG1 with water, drink it first thing in the morning, done. Right there, I break my uh, kind of my fast overnight with AG1. It's a great routine and gets me on with my day. I also like that it costs less than three hours a day. Pretty good if you ask me. It's an effective daily habit with the highest quality source ingredients. It's a win-win. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, give Athletic Greens. They're giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs for your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash mpw. That's athleticgreens.com slash mpw. Check it out. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. When you're at your best, you can do great things, but sometimes life gets you bogged down and you may feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up the way you want to. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you. 
Because when you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything that life throws at you. Therapy can help clear your thoughts, and it's great to talk to somebody that doesn't have a lot of preconceived notions. Sure, you got family, you got friends, but maybe they have opinions or emotions that are not exactly what you need right now. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. So if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MPW today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash M-P-W. Fall is here, gentlemen. It's about to get busy during the holidays. Don't let that stop you from sticking to your habits and being the best version of yourself. That's where our friends at Caldera Lab come in. They're the best in the skincare game with an easy routine. Keep your face looking pretty no matter your schedule. Plus, what's better than a gift? of clear skin join the other 100,000 men who trust caldera lab to show your best self and first impression this fall plus it's a great gift caldera lab creates high performance men's skincare products and the regimen leads off their product lineup a twice a day routine transferring your skin the regimen includes three products the clean slate the base layer the good the clean slate starts and ends your day it's a face wash that leaves all skin types refreshed the base layer is your daily moisturizer to hydrate your skin and jumpstart your day full of confidence and the good is your go-to multifunctional serum at night that helps your skin look tighter and smoother as well as reduce the visibility and wrinkles and fine line. They're the leader of uh, men's skin care. They're made only with top-tier ingredients and clinical trials have found 94% of men's skin showed an overall younger-looking appearance after using Caldera Lab for just a few weeks. One minute morning and night is all it takes to reduce your wrinkles, fine lines, and signs of aging. And just for our audience, we have an exclusive deal. You're not beating this offer. Use MPW at CalderaLab.com, and it's 20% off right now. That's 20% off with code MPW at Caldera, Caldera Lab to make unforgettable first impressions with the best gift this holidays. Again, 20% off at Caldera Lab with code MPW. I don't, I don't know where Vitter is now. Is he at Tulane? Is he a professor? Who? At Tulane? Jeff Vitter. Don't know him. He's at... <laughs> Never heard of her. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, I got things to say, but nah. Speaking of previous in, in administrations yeah. and things. Speaking and whatnot, of people right? and stuff. Um, for Spe- some reason. Speaking of people who talked a lot. For some reason, I thought that's where he is now. At Tulane? He was living in New Orleans, I know, but and I just for some reason assumed that was that was correct. But I could be wrong. I don't I don't know. I don't know where he is. I haven't. He and I have not spoken in quite some time. He used to always say happy birthday on Facebook to me. Oh, for some like reason. That. Yeah. You had Vitter and Phil Longo. Yeah, they were packing my social medias. I had one on one, one on the other. Um, I'm still friends with him on Facebook. Let's see. <sighs> He's an adjunct professor at Tulane. Works at it worked as works as a computer scientist, consultant, and genealogist. I, again, I'm reading from Sorry, I, 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 nothing against genealogy. I'm good. This that appears to be what's going on. Okay. Living in New Orleans. Okay. Although I haven't seen a po. Well. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I'm gonna stop now. I hadn't talked to, hadn't talked to Jeff in a while. Yeah, I haven't, haven't, let's see, who was it, I don't want to call anybody out, 
Who was it? Was the person who said that my story was my report from the? Remember the SEC baseball tournament that I went to that almost won. That you were like, "Hey, they'll be out of there quick." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." And then they lost the first game and they were losing the second game. Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be out of here pretty fast." And, and then, then they won the tournament. Then they won the whole tournament. And on that Saturday, they played. It was the PR person with the IHL. That's right. Was that, it Texas A and M? They played on that Saturday. Sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. And I was working on Vitter was resigning or retiring or whatever he was doing. He wasn't going to be the chancellor anymore. And they told me I was wrong. And I was like, I'm not wrong. Uh, Karen Blanton. Yeah. So it was. And I'm sure she's very nice. She was just doing her job. Yeah, yeah. We're not criticizing. So, Karen, if you're watching, we're cool. It ended up being true like six months later or whatever well, it was. Yeah, it was true that day. Well, yeah. <laughs> It was, it was true. It was not. Accurate. It was true. That was all a very uh, interesting time. It just kept going and going and going and going. Yeah. I mean, that was a fun elevator ride. I mean, how long has boys been here now? I don't know. Was he here? Was he here pre-pandemic? Nineteen. He came in like right at the, kind of right in it, right. Seems like he was here before October that. of nineteen. Yeah, there you go. That's right because they had the big announcement, the press conference the press that conference couldn't really day. happen and the whole deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've covered a lot of goofy stuff. Yeah, I mean that we published the that that huge story, um, on the Chancellor search that we co- that we published. I actually ran across it the other day because somebody liked it, like in Twitter from four years ago, and I was like, oh, I hadn't seen that in a while, and I clicked on it and read it. Um. That we published it the night of one of the football games, or maybe the next morning. We we were proofing it at a in the press box at Vault Hemingway during a football game. Oh yeah, in the nineteen season. I don't remember who they were playing that night, but so the Sunday morning is when we hit the kick the bird out of the nest. Yeah, it talked to a lot of people. Yeah, it did. It was a thorough article there at that point. We made a friend in that search. We did. Yeah. Made several friends in that yeah. search or got closer with view. Yeah. 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 It's all good. It's, it, it, I guess in my mind, it didn't seem like it. But yeah, I mean, we're a month away from four years. How about that? Didn't seem like it. No. I mean, like six years since almost got its penalties. Yeah. They got the penalties in 17? November of 17, I think. I think that was right. Yeah, I think that's right. When speaking of Vitter, he had the dumb quote in the press release that got pulled out later where he basically bagged on his own people. You know, I always wanted to like send him a thing and goes, so how did I get to be the bad guy when you're such a buffoon? (laughs) You know? You versus me, I should have won. Uh, do I think the Cubs will finally win this one? Meaning tonight's game? I don't know. I don't even know who's pitching. I'm when I tell people I they're tell, only a half game out. What are you doing? Did the Marlins win today? I don't know. Have they already played? I just don't think they're any good, so I haven't paid as much attention. I've been these two losses would normally have wrecked me in previous years, and they haven't even phased me. Um, Strowman. Oh. Why are you all down on him? He's got a 388 ERA. Yeah, he hadn't pitched in a while. A.J. Smith-Shawyer, Shawver for the Braves. Who the hell's that? 
they don't care anymore. It's all clinched. It's about time. <laughs> uh, Marlins and Mets tonight at 6'10", Lazardo versus Peterson. Peterson's got a 5.37 ERA and a 3-8 and record. The Reds, the Reds already played today. Are they still in it? Barely. The Reds don't play today. The Braves have clinched home field throughout. Oh. Maybe they'll chill the hell out. So they don't there. Dodgers are 98 and 60. Braves are 102 and 56 with four to go. Reds are a game and a half out as of this moment. Cubs and. Cubs and Marlins are technically tied, but the Marlins own the tiebreaker, so they're a game ahead. And the Braves, for the best record in baseball, the Orioles are 99-59. and 59. The Braves have that um, tiebreaker as well. So the Braves' magic number for best record throughout, including the World Series, would be uh, is one for a magic number. So I guess technically not clinched yet. Let's see what the Braves lineup is tonight. Are they sitting people? I'm looking. Do you sit people if you haven't technically clinched best record or no? What do you do? Oh, I think they should sit everybody. Um, okay. I'm looking for their lineup. or hitting the wrong button. Uh, box, Braves. Braves lineup tonight. Bastards. Acuna, Albies, Riley, Olsen, Asuna. By the way, you can't cheer for the – I know he's your guy, but you can't cheer for him. He's a <laughs> horrible human being. You cheer for for Araldus. Kind of. <laughs> Rosario, uh, Travis Darno, Michael Harris the second, and Orlando Arcia. So, no, they're playing the regular lineup. Did you have an issue with stopping the game to get the bag last night? No. No, I thought Deshays and Shambi were wrong. Oh, did they criticize it? Yeah, they were. They were frustrated. They were being a little emotional. I get the emotions. Tenth inning, big moment. You're making a young pitcher stand on the mound. I get it, but no, it was a historic moment. Okay, I didn't have a problem with it. All right. Pat Hughes didn't have a problem with it. He didn't. No, I told you I listened to the radio guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like those guys. We met Ron Coomer at the convention one time. I, I know I've told this story, but it was 2017. And we went to the convention and, uh, no, it was 2018. And Carson was, Carson and I were leaving. It was on Friday night, Thursday night. We were leaving on Thursday night to go get something to eat. And Ron Coomer was in the lobby of the hotel. And I told Carson, I said, that's Ron Coomer. And, as we left, he said, hi, Mr. Coomer. And right about that time, this horde of young boys came swarming him, looking for autographs and stuff, and they were calling him Ron. And I guess he realized in that moment that these kids had called him Ron, and that other little kid had called him Mr. Coomer. And he had met him. He'd met him and said, where are you all from? We said Mississippi and whatever. And so he said, hey, Carson. And Carson turned and looked, and he said, do you want to wear my my World Series ring? And Carson was like, oh, yes, sir. You know, And so he got to wear Ron Coomer's World Series ring and get a picture taken and stuff, and it was pretty cool. 
those conventions seemed like they did a lot for. I mean, they were really they were fun. good for kids. Yeah, and that was a lesson if you're ever a professional athlete or something. You, that's a moment that Ron Coomer does not remember, and it's a moment that Carson will always remember. Right. I just put the link in the uh, in the stream. Benito Jones headed to uh, the game tonight. He plays for the Lions, obviously, dressed in overalls and boots and a cowboy hat. He's in a quite the get up oh. without like just yeah. Okay, Benito. Speaking of the players on different teams, I saw that uh, AJ lost the Ole Miss Alabama bet and had Crimson Tide stuff on over uh, on Sunday. Headed to, to the game, he had a bet with Jalen Hurts and was it Hurts? It was Hurts and uh, Landon Dickerson and Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith, yeah, yeah. So there's three titers. It was, on it was Hurts and Smith that he had the bet with. Okay, yeah. So he and Jalen are really close. They've been close for a long years. Time. I mean, long I, time. I remember that back recruiting almost yeah. like yeah that was a, like Jalen would come to Oxford a good bit yeah yeah they, was were, like, oh, was like, no, yeah, they just, were it's like no he's not coming it's just hanging sorry I think he claims Bama or Oklahoma um I've talked to people who know him he claims both he's just whatever okay. yeah yeah what would he go into the Hall of Fame as Ooh, it's a sooner right I don't know you want a title I mean you were on a team for a title. I I don't know. I would assume he'd go in as. Um, I don't know. It's a good question. Alabama's probably. Okay. Yeah, Jalen was at AJ's draft day party. Yeah, they're they're tight. I mean, I, they had a thing on the sideline the other day, and I was like, someone was like, "That's a big deal." I'm like, no, it's not. That's just a wide receiver pissed off. He's not getting the ball. That's it. <laughs> yeah. They'll go to dinner tonight. They'll be all right. They will it's- be fine. <laughs> And they won. It's all right. Yeah, it's just AJ being a wide receiver. They're all they're all like they're that. all that way. <laughs> all the good ones. I'm always open. Yeah, throw me the football. Yeah, and throw. if I'm not open, I'll figure it out. Still throw me the football. And if I'm not, I should have been open. So yeah. throw it anyway. I'll figure yeah. it out. You you not throwing me the ball is a disservice to me. Yes, it is personal. It is personal always. Yes, until the game's over, and then it's not. I think Middle Tennessee is our college game tonight, so nah. Yeah, Middle Tennessee, Western Kentucky. Is that right? Yeah, I picked Western Kentucky in my picks. Why? Are they good? Yeah, they're good. I read a little something about them. Well, middles, middle. Middles, middle. Western's Western. Yeah. Neil's opening the iPads. Assume we'll get some calls yeah, in a second we'll, if you we'll, care. We'll take a few if y'all want to take them. People bitch about calls. And then they bitch if we don't take calls. It's a no win. Just know that I did not take that NBA bait at the beginning of the show. I wasn't trying to bait. I was I'm just hanging out. Keeping it real. Got a Scott Rowland special on MLB Network, I guess, here tonight. wonder how he'll go in the into Cooperstown. Cardinals. They got a cardinal hat on him right there in the picture. Oh yeah. Although if you say his name to me, I think Philly. I think Philly. Trying to remember where this is. There it is. Okay.
All right, we'll open up the phones for a little while. If you guys want to call, you can. 662-426-1464. Hang with you for about half an hour or so. And then we'll reset and get ready for uh, an extra edition of the Oxford Exxon podcast. Again, it's uh, Matt And again, Mus- plenty more coming. There's like lots of stuff. Yeah, lots I of mean, stuff. Matt Moscona, uh, Parker Fleming, and uh, Ben Mintz tonight. I wish Guerrero had gone in as an expo. Oh, yeah. What do you, he went? Angel. Angel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was actually just looking at some of the teams and players and what they did. No one, Ryan, went in as a Ranger. What did Maddox go in as? Both? I don't know. Cub and Brave? Or just a Brave? I'm looking. Yeah, he went in Sans logo. Okay. Yeah. He did not choose one or the other. You got to respect that. You're fine. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think... Had he him, chosen the Braves, he, whatever. I would have understood it. What a stupid move. Because, I mean, most of his prime was in Atlanta. Hey, who do we have? Hey, caller. Hello, uh, this uh, this is Rodney. Hey, uh, Rodney. Neil. Uh, last week I called in about the Bama game. I was a little bit pet. I don't know how to say this word. Pet pessimistic. But I'm feeling the opposite on this game against the LSU Saturday. So I'm not going to pick them to get beat by the uh, Saturday. But I, I, I'm picking the upset. I don't know why. Because I'm scared of that defensive line for LSU, but I just like us being at home and I'm hoping Kiffin can get a game plan up for uh, for on uh, Saturday. And I was wanting to mention something, Neil, if you got time. Sure. Uh, yeah, I was talking about the 03 team and that LSU game. I was at that game. And I and and me too. That's the loudest I've ever heard that stadium. But when Travis Johnson, yeah, when he intercepted that ball, I've never heard it louder. And then I was also at the Auburn game. I was I was down there at that end zone where Obamani dropped that ball. I can't, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that fellow's name. It was awesome. That was a good year. Who was the other wide receiver that had a weird name? Devin or Roma Shadu. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I covered both those guys. Yeah. That's a keyboard. Yeah, I, don't, I don't remember that other guy's name. Devin or Roma Shadu. Yeah. Ben Obamanu was from Selma, Alabama. Devin or Roma Shadu was from Florida. Really? Yeah. I spelled those names so many times that you got those. I had it mastered after a while. But you know Obamanu the next year. He had a really good year in the old four season. I He's a good player. So he, he had a good pro career. He played for Seattle for a while, I believe. Um, I think Devin played in the I league didn't too. Even know that? Yeah, I think they both went. They both went pro. That that uh, that Auburn team was it. Two thousand. Oh, they was tough. Four was the two thousand four. They had the big year. Yeah, they that was a really talented team. Obamanu was a valid Victoria. They got missed out of a chance to play for that title. I wouldn't right. No, they should have played for the title in 04. Um, yeah, Ben was uh, 
I'm sure Ben's, I hope Ben's still around, um, was a really nice person. And if I recall correctly, he really handled that really well. He didn't, he just owned it. He dropped a ball. Happens. Yeah. I mean, I felt bad for the fellow, but I was glad, you know, he dropped it. Oh, sure. But I felt bad for the young man. It was a hell of a game. That but was a, uh, that was a fun night that night. Yeah, that was, that was one hell of a football game. I was saying that was one hell of a football Ole game. Ole Miss throwing the wheel route to get down the field. They ran the little kind wheel. Kind of to, to a fullback towards biggest, Sanford. Did what, Rodney? That's one of the biggest that That wheel route, that's something I'll never forget. Eli put it right on the money and uh, – Whoever who called was it Sanford called I it? thought it was towards Sanford off the top of my head, but I could be wrong. I don't remember. I don't know. Whoever caught that was but beautiful. It was just, they just executed it and the call and see they was they was had a hell of a rush. That defense for Auburn and those three was I mean, they always had good defenses under Tuberville, but man, they was that was just a, a great game. But that's all I had. Well, Rodney, thanks for the call. Appreciate it very much. Thank you. That was a really talented Auburn team. You saw it. The, you saw it the next year. Um, Obamano ended up going to law school at Alabama. Did he? So it might mean attorney now. Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised. Served on some leadership committees at alabama in law school yeah, yeah really smart guy that's what he ended up doing yeah had two or three though really really good years hey caller who do we have hey this is rob can you hear me yep you're on i don't mean to uh ask y'all about something that you're not able to go into, but I've caught a few episodes where you've mentioned the Jeffrey Simmons recruiting uh, drama. Is, is is that something that, that y'all can share, kind of the, the oral history, the rundown of that, or has not enough time passed? Oh, no, the time's passed. I'm trying to think if I can remember it all. Um, the big thing that I remember from Simmons was that I think Ole Miss kind of thought they had him, and I, what I remember about it was we were at Jeffrey's yeah, the, place. Yeah, it's, it's more this than anything else. On on that Wednesday morning, and as the morning unfolded, and no, it's it back in those days, especially just to interrupt Neil for a second. It was you went into the night with all so many of those Ole Miss State things. It's just coin flips, and we we're hearing so many freaking different things, and it. It didn't have all the GPS coordinates of the Chris Jones saga, but at the same time, it felt very similar to that because you know, they they did several of those in a row. There, there was you know there was Chris Jones, there was you know even back in the day there was Patterson, there was Vince Sanders, there was all these guys out of places that we had the same thing. And when you went into that morning, as happened a lot at that point, it was hey, almost made up all this momentum, and you think whatever, and you think hey, you got a shot, but then you just it goes silent like for a couple hours before the actual signing. Yeah, so that morning, as the morning unfolded, I think that was the day that Ole Miss got A.J. Brown. Yeah, that would have been right. Is that right? I think so. And um, we're at Jeffrey's, and my cell phone rings, and it's Hugh Freeze. And I answered, of course, and I'm like, hey, what's up? And he's like, what's Simmons doing? And right about that time, Simmons was coming on TV, and I was like, you don't. At the moment. Literally at that moment, I'm like, you don't know? 
And he was like, no. And I'm like, he's, <laughs> he's committing to state like right now. And he was just, hung up, right? He just hung up. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, that's, I, we just, I appreciate it. it was just kind of bizarre. That's what we remember about it was, it was just how he, he didn't know. And it was, the lack of him not knowing was like, whoa. Well, was like, yeah. How did that happen? Yeah. And so not, not specifically about him, if you're not comfortable talking about him specifically, but in the pre-NIL days, is the thought there that uh, a, a pillowcase full of some kind of valuable showed up on someone's doorstep, or was it just a genuine change of heart? No, I mean, he got paid. Um, I mean, he, he got paid, and he would have gotten paid by Ole Miss, too. There, there were bidding wars, but you know, back then it was not even necessarily all cash. I mean, a lot of times, you know, it was funny. You, you could swing recruits off like video game systems and stuff back then. It was a simpler time, in a way. Yeah, I mean, shoes. I mean, it was crazy yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, it was totally different than now. Appreciate all the content, guys. Have a good one. Yeah, Thank you. you. Appreciate it. Mark Stoops would be really interesting at Mississippi State. Oh, yeah. He's not going to Mississippi no, State. No, no, no. He's, he's above that pay grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not leaving. I don't know that he's leaving Kentucky for anywhere that can't win a national title. I'm trying to think of like his perfect fit school. Corey, how are you? Good. Good. Is this Neil and Shay? It is. Apparently. Is this Corey? Yeah. <laughs> What's what up? What are y'all doing? Oh, we're just talking to people on, on the... Uh... Headed to watch a home football game. Do what? Headed to watch a home Amory game at Tupelo Stadium. Oh, right. Oh, who, yeah. who, who are they playing tonight? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, who, yeah you're, who are they playing? You're good. Tisha Ming... I, they're going to win, Corey. Tishomingo, I, I, I hope so. Hey, they're, what about the fighting Hatley Tigers? Four baby? and one, bitches. I think it's the first time in school history. Yeah, four in a row. I think it's the first time that's in school a, history, that, if I'm not mistaken. That's what we call a streak. <laughs> that's a streak. Four in a row. <laughs> it is. Yep, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't oh, know what the man. division Be looks correct. like, but I think they'll, they'll comfortably make the playoffs. They, they, they don't suck. Yeah, beat 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 the the fighting Thrasher, whatever they are. They're the rebels, Corey. They are the rebels. Thrasher is the rebels. Okay. I have covered multiple uh, games at Thrasher High did. School in my illustrious journalism career. Had a guy tell, had a guy tell me one time in that part of the country they ruined a bunch of footballs trying to blow them up, make them round, turn them into basketballs. Yeah, uh, they, football's not yeah, the, not the specialty uh, around there. Or headed, headed to Tupelo. Uh, well, I don't know about my baby girl. She's a cheerleader. I don't know if you know this, but I've hated Tishomingo County all my life. I mean, I, I hate that place, man. <laughs> I, I I hope you guys destroy them because I hate them so much. I hate Tishomingo. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You very much. What's You're everybody welcome. Calling talking about. Uh, let's see. We've had one person call about Jeffrey Simmons. We had another person call about the LSU. We've been doing some memory lane on the 03 team. Where were you the night that Obamanu dropped the football? I was at my buddy Jake Lemon's house. He used to live behind uh, what was the Greek restaurant over by? Um, it was it was over by the Rebel Beer Barn, um, just off campus. 
there were there you know you remember the drive through beer store? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right behind that there was a there I don't even know if they're still there, there was some some, some condos. He had a place. That's that's where I was for that. Um the O three L S U game, I was so mad I, I I left the stadium. We had a whole grove tent set up, you know, and I was so mad I just walked to my apartment and I lived on like the other side of the square. I just, I just was, I, I got on what used to be a railroad track. Now it's a road and I just kind of meandered, but I just left my cooler and everything in the grove. I just couldn't, couldn't go back. Couldn't do it. Were, were you recovered by the time they played state I, the next week? I don't remember. I think I want to say that the next week was Jackie Sherrill's last football game he coached it, i think we beat him 31 to nothing that is correct and it was raining uh, the yeah and and the old miss section saying happy birthday because like cheryl's birthday was like right around there um I, i'm pretty sure we sang happy birthday to, to jackie yeah I, I was at that game i guess probably around that section and it was a it was a really weird vibe that night because like you knew what was coming the next day, but you Ole Miss fans were convincing themselves, "Hey, just win this, and then Arkansas might do you a favor the next day." And like, can right. you just get to that right. kind of maybe right. mattering and whatever? And could LSU get another loss? And yeah, so like, I mean, State never competed at all, but I, I just remember that being a kind of a weird feeling all night. Well, who who had beat LSU earlier in the year? Florida, right? Yeah, it was Florida. A game I covered in right. Baton Rouge. I, they well, we barely snuck the by Georgia and lost to Florida. Okay, okay. I think that's yeah. I think that's correct. Fun times. Yeah, they lost. Well, I hope y'all's uh, score predictions are not this weekend. LSU lost to Florida, Corey, on the night that uh, Aramis Ramirez hit the uh, hit the grand slam to put the Cubs one win away from the World Series. I don't really don't want to talk about the Cubs right now, Neil. You know what, Corey? I'm you ca- had me believing? No, I didn't. I told you not to believe. He got you believing? No, whoa, 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 no, whoa, no. Whoa. I told you not to believe. This is a couple months ago. Yeah. We, we started playing good. I was just like, I, I was checked out. I was all the way done. And, and now I'm having to spend, spend brain cells on this. And I, 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 I so maybe, maybe we can. Well, I looked at the standings today. We're tied with the Marlins, but didn't you say they had the tiebreaker? Yeah, Marlins on the tiebreaker. Okay, so the even though the even though the MLB website says has the Cubs listed above the the Marlins, that's a uh, that's that is, an alphabetical order thing. Yeah, that is false. I don't know who the Marlins play this weekend. I, it, it, that's the proof that They're I played somebody bad. Do they go to? Tonight. Do they play, uh, they play the Mets tonight? Yes. And then they play, um, let's see. Cubs go to the Brewers this weekend. Marlins go to Pittsburgh to play the Pirates, which actually might be might be a mixed blessing because the Pirates have played really well down the stretch. Yeah. Not getting my hopes up. You're not doing it to me again. Not having No, I'm not mine aren't up either, bud. Y'all have a good night. You hey, too, real, real quick, Corey, are, are the Panthers going undefeated in the regular season or is Fulton the only loss if they lose that one? Is that it? I don't know. They're going like um this is that uh what's that property, the transitive property? Yeah. So 
Nettleton beat Fulton. I think I'm doing this right. Nettleton right. beat Fulton. Caledonia beat Nettleton. And we beat Caledonia. Okay. So, yeah, there's a – there's a we've got a pretty good little quarterback that uh, is about five foot seven. Um, he's a, he's a Maranto, and he he's committed to play baseball for Southern Miss. But uh, he's he's a pretty good athlete. They 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 they're, they're pretty good. Okay. Yeah. No. Well, I, IHS is not as good as I thought they were. Never mind. They're two and three. Yeah. I think. I think. I think y'all are about to run it and go unbeaten in the in the in the regular season. They say all roads lead to Ripley, Mississippi. I don't know anything what that means, but that, they say Ripley's got a really good team. Um, Houston, Mississippi's got a really good team, and I think that Houston is the brother of the head coach at Amory. Oh. Um, okay. Well, I do remember Ripley being a problem back in the day with a streak, Corey. So, I mean, that's, you know. Ten and one, uh, uh, didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I recall that quite well. I remember where I was that night. Rico, McDon- Rico McDonald or Rico McDaniel was the McDonald. running back for Ripley. Yeah. Defensive lineman committed to Auburn. Neil probably named him if, if – uh, what was his name? Um, uh, Kendrick Simmons. No, not Kendrick Simmons. What was the no? What was the defensive lineman? Was it Simmons? Is he from Ripley? He was an offensive lineman. Where is he from? Uh, Ripley, I think. So he just played yeah. D line that night to stop y'all, Corey. They uh the the I, I know the girl uh that the homecoming was the next week and there was this T shirt design and it was like thirty eight no and it was like on a bomb with a fuse lit you know. And uh, the T-shirt had already been done, and Monday morning, Coach Hall walks into the speech class and looks her dead in the eye and says, thanks a lot. Gave her a <laughs> thumbs up, turned around and left. Cried for days, days, the girl that had designed the T-shirt, before <laughs> we lost Ripley and the streak ended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. I'm glad I brought memory lane to you. I brought up losing a 38-game win streak in high school within the Ole Miss LSU game. I apologize. You were just trying to – you're just trying to go nowhere, to a Panthers game against Tish nowhere, County. <laughs> I was nowhere near the field the night that we lost to to, to them. I was I was I was a five foot eight sophomore. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I hear you. That. All right. Well, y'all have a good night. All right. Get it done. See you, buddy. Yeah, Kendall Simmons is his name. Kendall, yeah, Kendall Simmons. Kendall Simmons. He was on some of the first Auburn teams I covered. I think. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that back it was one of the reasons like it changed to four teams in the playoffs in Mississippi back then. But yeah, Amory, Ripley, and Shannon all went ten and one. And Amory coming off back to back fifteen to no state titles missed the playoffs at ten and one. Is that Tom Glavin? Oh, you missed him. I wasn't looking. Yeah. Romero was the quarterback of the Shannon team that went ten and one. Gotcha. I think they won the state title. Pretty sure. <clears throat> I think so. I seems like a uh, There's your three A Mississippi uh history book for you there. Yeah, yeah I, I know they did. Romero and them won. Would Mark Stoops fit well at Michigan or Michigan State? Nah, Michigan. Yeah, sure, he'd take that, but I don't think he'd go to Mississippi State. Earlier, we had a, a super chat from Jim Brian Logan. He says, any smoke with Clemson and Florida State leaving the ACC next year? Yes. Yes, lots of smoke. Next year, though? Uh, soon. Okay. Look, it always – I won't do the whole thing. 
it always stood to reason that someone inside or someone's inside those places would look at the numbers and go, this is not acceptable. We have to leave. And here we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just, it was, it, it just made common sense. People go, well, what about the contract? I'd say, well, what, what, what about the contract? It doesn't matter. You can't sit there and go, okay, well, we're going to make $40 million less a year than South Carolina and Florida and Tennessee. No, they weren't going to do that. They just weren't. They were going to figure out a way and, and get out. And it's basically what's happening. They're, they're going to leave. I mean, and they appear, I mean, it feels like a eureka moment this week where they found something in that grant of rights and went, whoa, huh. Was, okay. You're going to find something. Yeah. That we can at least argue that, yeah, you know if, what I mean? We, we can at least us, get there to whatever we can do, whatever that will look, however it looks. And, and if enough of us want out, they'll have to let us out. Yeah. I mean, that's where that was going. That is AJ Smith Shaver. Got a lot of tattoos on his arm. He does. Probably your kryptonite tonight. Probably so. I mean, nah, I mean, I have no. He's gonna have one of those games, isn't he? I have zero expectations. Got a very blue glove. He does have a very blue glove. Mike Taltman at the plate's been a really good story. Chicago kid, thirty-two years old, had a just a breakout season. Made some big plays, a couple of highlight reels. Kind of a cool story. They all throw ninety-seven, don't they? I it's mean, just every damn one of them throws it's ninety-seven. So I don't know how major league hitters hit. I mean, this, this kid comes in and just first pitch ninety-seven. Yeah, that's just probably a little pumped up, but still. But I mean, ninety-seven people go. Oh, he's got good, good stuff. Not elite stuff because he's ninety-seven. Elite stuff's ninety-nine, hundred. It's unbelievable. The guys that just pound the zone, throwing a hundred miles an hour. One hundred. Yeah, there you go. Never mind. It went a hundred. Mm-hmm. Oh, was Vince Sanders at Corinth one point? At one point, I didn't know that. Oh, I don't know. Where's Vince now? I don't know. Good guy. I like Vince. Yeah, I like Vince too. Always good dude. He has the underrated catch in that win over Bama. That everybody talks about Walton and touchdown yeah. and whatever, but Vince yeah. grabbing it around his ankles and yeah, scored on it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very underrated play in that. He appears to be at uh, Northeast Community College. Oh, okay, best I can tell. That is what the internet tells me. He played it in Shoba Central. He did. Yeah, no, Knoxby County. Knoxby County. Knoxby County. He and Pat Patterson. That's right. I talked to those guys a bunch. That was back in the day when recruits talked. Oh, I mean, Pat committing that day was a huge deal. Yeah. I mean, that was one of those wow things. Did I drive over there for that? Did you? I think so. It's a pretty good wide receiver tandem on a high school team. It was. You get a lot done with Patterson and Sanders. Things are just so different now. It, recruiting is just so different now. People just don't get it. The only kids that really talk are the younger kids. And I, I don't... I just don't know that the masses really want to read that in this in this market, in this era. You really want to read a sophomore? No, it just it 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 has a lack of relevance that's hard to explain. And and this is not a criticism. It's not. It's not. And other sites have have 
quotas and mandates and stuff that we fortunately don't have. But damn, those stories are just forced. Clickbait. Top sophomore says he can't do anything for two years. You don't know what anything's going to look like in two years, what the portal's going to look like in two years, if a coach is going to be there in two years. It's just a different world. Uh, all I know about Travis Perry triple mask is that he's visiting this weekend. That's that's literally all I know along those lines. I'll make a post uh, in a little bit about basketball visitors. He's on an official visit this weekend. He's one of two official visitors. There are three unofficial visitors. I was on that, and we're all over the place. I was on that other link a minute ago. There are 11 members of the Hall of Fame that actually wear a Cubs hat in the Hall of Fame. Oh. There's 11. But it points out that Maddox, as well as they had logo-less hats when they played, so there's no Cubs hat on Three Finger Brown, Johnny Evers, or Joe Tinker. I would think both Evers and Tinker would have identified as Cubs. Correct. Now, Frank Chance would, does have a Cubs hat on. Okay. He, was, he was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1946. Oh, wow. Ernie Banks, Frank Chance, Kiki Kohler, Gabby Hartnett, Billy Herman, Ferguson Jenkins, Ryan Sandberg, Ron Santo, Lee Smith, Billy Williams, Hack Wilson. What's up, Grind? Hello. Hey, man. How are you? Yo, what's up, man? What's up, you guys? Oh, man, I'm hanging in there. I, I see you guys, uh, you know, got another show going. Life's been, uh, I ain't going to say been kind of crazy. But, I mean, the day started off pretty cool. I was uh, actually having a conversation with uh, with my mom. Led me to a question that I wanted to ask you guys. Because um, me and her were just having uh, just a jog down memory lane, I guess you could say. And uh, I wanted to say, I wanted to ask you guys, when you were younger, what was like the worst? I ever got in trouble for the worst thing I ever got in trouble for. Ooh, um, ooh. I'll be honest. I had never really gotten in much trouble. Um, honest truth, I haven't. When I was a little kid, I stole a piece of caramel from a grocery store, and my mom made me go back to the grocery store and deliver it to them. Now that's that, but for a kid, that's a that's a tough one. And I never, I never. I never stole it. another thing. Yeah, I don't. I, I was. I was not a troublemaker in high school and stuff. I was really clean cut. Pretty basic stuff. I mean, getting caught drinking in high school, lying. I mean, the the, the normal stuff. But I don't know that I have one off the top of my head. It's like, wow, you really did that or whatever. But I mean, there's a couple of times that I remember, but had a had a few and come in, and it was not 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 pleasant. One the next morning, I I had stay, actually stayed somewhere and minding my own business, and one of the parents told on me, called, called oh. my mother and was like, hey, don't worry, he's sauced, but he's here for the night. So, caught that one. Yeah, I never I never did all that in high school. I didn't, just didn't do it. Now, why are the Braves... What about you, Gron? Why are the Braves challenging a play? Just let, let it be. Come on. What about you, Gron? What did you get in trouble for? We lose you? Uh, he's still here. Says he is. Maybe we lost him. I'll let him call back. Yeah, that's fine. I don't think I'm forgetting anything. 
I mean, I'd say it if so. I just don't recall. Uh, you're back. Guys, now. Yeah, you're back now. We lost you. Sorry. Okay, you guys. Can... Yeah. Okay. Okay, you guys can hear me now. Yeah. What What was the trouble thing that you did? What did okay, you, cool, cool. you get in trouble for? Man, like I said, you guys are gonna make me sound bad because it's a bunch of little like it's not. I'm not gonna say bad, but like just little funny stuff. Like, I, okay, the worst thing I did was um, I think I was like in fourth or fifth grade, and I didn't start this, man. But uh, after school care. I would always go to after school because my mom, you know, would have picked me up around by 4.30 or 5 or whatnot. And so, and after school care, which is crazy, I had one of my best friends was uh, actually a white kid named Neil. But he actually spelled his name with an I, which is crazy. Yeah, but, that's the uh, wrong way to spell it. <laughs> but, uh, like, he would all, like, he was he was into soccer real, you know, real big. And so, after school care, there was always a big soccer game going on. But this day, I decided to hang with my other friends. And there was this big slide. And uh, that was on the playground. I mean, this huge slide. And so, for whatever reason, man, dude's about to go uh, slide down, and I see my friend. As soon as the dude's about to slide down, he pants the dude, and so he slides down in his drawers. So he slides down with his drawers and his pants around his ankles, and everybody's laughing but not. And so, you know, everybody's finding, you know, finding it funny. And so, obviously, as, as we're starting to slide down and whatnot, you know, everybody watching, you know, like, man, okay, you know, trying to make sure everything's safe. And of course, man, it would be me when I go, bro. When I try to when I try to join in on the phone, man. The kid in front of me, for whatever reason, I didn't even know it, but he's got this tight belt on. He don't he don't have the belt with the loops. He's got that leather belt that I mean, you can make it as tight as you want to. I did not know, like I said, he had that on. So as as he goes to slide, I pants the dude, and man. <laughs> not, not only do his pants fall down, he's booted naked, and he slides down the slide. And unfortunately, before he before he goes, there's this little girl, and she starts screaming. And now everybody's looking over here. He's lying down, butt naked. So I'm I'm trying to get down. I'm, I'm looking like a firefighter getting down the, getting down the ladder, trying to join Neil in the soccer game. I'm like, bro, what you doing? What you doing? I'm like, who's team? Who's who team? Are you on? Like, who, who on our team? And this thing, I know. Uh, I look I look over there where the slides at, and everybody's pointing towards me. I'm like, God dang. And so I go over there. She's like, Did you do this? Did you do this? And I was like, I said, yeah, and because everybody had already said it was me. And boy, man, that was the worst thing ever. Because my dad whooped my ass. He picked <laughs> me up from after school, kept whooping my ass. And then I had to go play a little league baseball game. And I'm out here in right field. And my dad called my mom obviously while I was playing the game. And my mom, she pulls up to the fence. She don't even ask me a nit. She don't even ask me anything or nothing. I'm just over here in right field. She say, I'm whoop your ass too after the game. I said, "Oh my goodness, this is the worst decision ever." Yeah, that's when you that just want to go. You want to go just take your beating so now, right there. You don't want to. You don't want to wait till after the game. You just want to get it over with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dude, that was that was that was the worst day ever, man. For real. Did you get so now, like I said, I feel like a real decent child, man. I mean, yeah, the, the waiting thing is almost like, you know, the grandparents would always want you to go pick out your own switch to get whipped with. Mm-hmm. Hey, you got to go get it yourself and come bring the mm-hmm. weapon to me. And now I will say to get this thing on sports, Chase, you've been killing me, man. You have just been killing me. Like, what? I don't think you've known what you've been doing, but you've just been throwing arrows and daggers my way, bro. My goodness. 
every time you talk about Colorado, I mean, they could win like seven, six, eight games maybe. Now you're throwing shot at my Denver Broncos. You know, Auburn already sucks. This is a tough season for me, man. Why are you I'm liking all the Colorado fan teams? Denver Broncos fan. Why? I do not like Colorado. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I made a I made $150 bet with my brother on Colorado five and a half wins, and I got the under. Oh, so that's right. I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm like, bro. I mean, and then I've just been – my brother and all and everybody has been like they've been horrible in the group chat because this whole week leading up to the Oregon game they was like you already know I'm on Colorado plus twenty one I'm on Colorado Dion might do it Dion might do it and then I you know my brother just been like man you might as well pay me now because you know I live in Mobile and he live in Birmingham he's like you might not, you know I know you thinking about coming home to Thanksgiving but you might as well go ahead and send that money now so this week I, I need I need L's to come. I don't need you talking about six or seven wins because right. that means I lose this bet. So so why a Broncos guy were you like this, Terrell I mean, Davis back in the day? Well, I have family in Denver and okay. I, I went to a family reunion out there when I was like eight or nine. All and right. so, you know, I fell in love with them. Then, you know, we had got paid we got paid man and the goat. So, you know, it was all fun. Okay. But, I I got you. Yeah. <sighs> Russell sucks. Russell sucks. So, this week, man, from a better's perspective, this, this, in my opinion, like I say, from a guy that just bets on games and looks for trends and coaches and whatnot, this is a big week for Kiffin. Big week. Because this, this, from the big line, week. everything everything about the line, from a better's perspective, me just putting 100 or whatever on, on Lane Kiffin as a head coach, you got to win this game, bro. Because cover, covering the line basically means you win the game or you lose on some heartbreak. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you may lose on a game when it's a field goal or something or whatnot, but more than likely. Because the money line, they're not giving you nothing for Ole Miss winning a game. They're giving you 15, 15 bucks. So go win this game, bro. Like, oh. just just from a better perspective because – Oh, I think it's, it's a time. huge – it's a huge game for Lane. It's a huge game for their – for their program, but it's a really big game for him. I'm not doing the hot seat stuff, none of that. I'm just saying this is a big game. No, no. It's a big game for Lane Kiffin. Big, 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 big game. Big game. It Because if he, if he doesn't win it. It is. If he doesn't win it, Sunday, Monday, whenever they reconvene, he's got a real challenge on his hands. And you've got to take a bunch of guys who haven't been here very long, who came because of the portal, mm-hmm. and you've got to tell them, hey, listen, there's still a lot to play for. And in their minds, they're going to be thinking, we're not going to Atlanta. We can't win the West. We're not going to the playoff. What is there to play for? And that's going to be a real challenge for him. As opposed, to, as opposed to if he beats LSU, he can talk them into, hey, guys, we we blew an opportunity at Alabama. Someone's going to get Alabama. Maybe it's going to be mm-hmm. – maybe it'll be LSU. Maybe it'll be Texas A&M. Maybe it'll be Auburn. Maybe it'll be whoever, whatever. Someone will get them. Maybe two people will get them. We we can control our own destiny still. He can kind of talk them into that, even though it won't be technically true. But if they lose Saturday, all of that stuff's out, and it's going to be a real challenge. If if me and you are right on Arkansas, because me, I mean, me and you both are going to dip on that Arkansas money line. Because I usually don't bet that game, but I'm going to take I'm going to take the Arkansas money line this year. And and if, if me and you are right, it's going to be an interesting week. It's going to be an interesting week. Now, what do y'all think about you know? With Hugh Freeze, man. This is going to be my last thing. I'm going to let y'all go. Because 
That's a loaded question I'm right there. What, what, be what more the specific. Yeah, can I you can be more specific? I can tell y'all what the problem is. I can tell y'all what the problem is. Because I know you guys have been kind of, you know, if you and JG were still doing G-Pits, you would understand the problem. You will understand the problem. Y'all will understand the problem. Now, are they are they still but, are they still in the honeymoon phase over there with you, or have they got have they gotten past it yet? They would have if they would have predicted six wins during the during the off season instead of predicting eight or nine. They can't help themselves. Yeah. That's part. So that's now, the it's the problem with that beat. It's a bunch of fans, and it's a bunch of people who are afraid that yeah. if they. It's a bunch of people who are afraid that if they predict something negative, that they'll lose all their members and stuff, and so they. They become big. They blow the sunshine up, and it's, I told somebody the other day I was watching Hughes press conference, and he was got asked about uh, Kirby Smart, and the question was, you know, hey, you know, basically, hey, Kirby won a championship in year two, and Hughes like, no, he didn't, and he's like, oh yeah, he did, and 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 Hugh was like, are you sure about that? And someone looked it up, and he's like, yeah, that's right, and he's like, I don't know that that's right, but I mean, if they did, that's incredible, and I'm like, hey, buddy, welcome to Auburn. They here's the deal. I always talk about perception and reality. And whatever the local perception is, might as well be the damned reality. And the local perception, yeah. here, the local perception around Auburn by the people who cover Auburn is that it should be a national championship contention program virtually every year. Now, is that reality? I don't think so. I don't think so. But it's what yeah, I, it's what they I, think, yeah, and uh-huh. it's hey, and that's the standard he's judged by. See, I, I knew I knew things were wrong when after the Cal game, you know, JG's doing his his post his post game show because after the Cal game, I'm like, look, man, I predicted six, you know, five six wins. So after the, I, I stay up late, I drunk a little bit, and you know, we got an interception to end the game. I'm like, okay, you know, let's go. What y'all what y'all talking about? And everybody's like. I walk into the parties, everybody down. I'm like, huh? They're like, man, that was horrible. That was, that was, I'm like, whoa, whoa, let's take this one game at a time. Let's ce- celebrate the little things first. That's yep. when I knew everything was off. Like, I tried to do it. I did a nice little super chat trying to, you know, talk about the team. I was like, hey, the defense, I think we got something with the defense. And, you know, everybody just wanted to talk about what you ain't got instead of talking about what you do got. And that's when you lead to the sad stuff. So hopefully, and see, that's the thing, man. Vegas done made this number so close. It's this number shouldn't be this close, in my opinion, man. I agree with you. And so now you got some fans think so. You got some fans thinking he should cover this number, and then you got LSU coming up. Just and I don't know what the hell the Broncos going to do. Just pray for me, y'all. I'm I'm gonna continue listening to the show, man. Appreciate Just, I'm gonna continue listening to the show. Thanks, Grant. All right, man. It's the part of the Auburn deal that I don't think Hugh's going to handle very well. And I, and I, I mean, I'm even thinking of it this weekend. I mean, I'm so down on Georgia's offense that I'm almost trying to talk myself into Auburn finding a way into that game. Yeah, I just not close. Yeah, but just maybe. I just don't see it. I I just I think I think he's in for a real shock when he finds out that the expectations there are different and the 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 patience and is unrelenting. Different. Yes, very unrelenting. Yeah, Matt Olson. Two-run home run. Hey, who do we have? Hey, it's Dan and Jackson. Hey, Dan, what's up? Hey, guys, how are y'all? Good. Commend you guys on all the hard work in these podcasts. 
you guys are putting out. It, you're killing it. And, man, if you don't listen to Pete's Big Skin on Friday or Thursday night, you're missing You're missing out, even though it could be depressing last week and this week. But facts are facts. He sets you up. And Chase, what's that? Uh, yeah, I said Pete sets you up for game day every time. Absolutely. Oh, no doubt. No doubt about it. And then your real tree podcast, Chase, are just – I'm telling you, you guys are killing it and really appreciate all your hard work. I know it's not Thank easy. You. No, it's been it's been fantastic. So we'll see what happens Saturday night. Um, it is what it. I mean, you know, I, you know, Ole Miss. No matter like Neil, I, I agree with everything you're saying. Their defensive line is for real. Their defensive backs are not good. Nope. Uh, their offense is good. Jaden Daniels is good. But whatever reason it is, you always have a different feel when it's LSU, Ole Miss, especially in Oxford. Um, those games always get weird. And used to be in October they would get weird, but you, so you just never, you know. I always have more confidence other than going to Tuscaloosa. I mean, you almost knew last week. Just like I was telling people, like, why are you confident about? I mean, we won there ten times in 150, or beat Alabama ten times in 150. I think we. So. No, I mean, look, I, I expect a close game. Yeah, I mean, Ole Miss can win. They just they're going to have to play better up front. I mean, bottom line, I mean, everybody does the. I get it, the tradition and the history and all that stuff. It's just going to come for all of that. Any of that to matter, Ole Miss has to play better up front than it's played in the first four games. If 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 that's if the offensive line repeats what it's re- done the last few weeks, they're going to have a really hard time. Oh, I agree, and I still don't understand why. The transfers are playing over Williams and the kid from Columbus. I don't know. I, I don't get that. I don't. I don't. That just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And then I agree. Also agree with you guys too. Where are the receipt? I mean, where's Braylon Brown? Where? Where are? I mean, are they that? If they're that bad, should have cut them in spring. I. Uh, I just. I, I don't know. I'm done with that. They were great in the that fall. Doesn't I don't add know. Up. Yeah, I, yeah, this doesn't they, make sense. They they don't they don't play a lot of people, especially offensively. They just never have, and not under Kiffin. And and I I I think I, I think once you sort of get into his doghouse or into his outside of his circle of trust to steal one from um, Houston Nut, it's hard to get back in. Yeah, I agree. I mean, look, I. He's an odd bird, but he's he's good for Ole Miss. I mean, a lot of people, you know, that say, if you lose this weekend, you'll hear other people say, making $9 million a year. What publicity he's given Ole Miss weekly is way more than, uh, you know, not – it's worth the pay, uh, I think. I mean, who do you go get? So, I just think we have to ride it out and uh, see where it goes. And, and I do think this. I think he thought he was leaving – and now, all of a sudden, see Golding comes in. He seems like he might be setting roots in Oxford, and you see the high school recruiting pick up. So I think there's something to that. Yeah, I do too. I mean, he'll never admit that, nor should he. But um, no, you know. But yeah, I, th- no. I think it's fairly obvious that he didn't arrive thinking he'd be here yeah, four or I five years. Agree. Yeah, and so you know, and some of that's yep. some of that's caught up with him on the roster. I agree. No, I, I think this year it's coming home to roost a little bit. But, you know, it is what it is. You get a couple guys healthy and it's never – have y'all heard anything about Trey Harris if he's 50% or – I mean, I, you got anything on that, Franklin? Uh, not really. I mean, I think uh, 
I think Franklin played 60 snaps, so he's probably going to be good to go. Uh, What's it? Prescorn just it's going to be a minute before he's back in playing shape. And look, if Harris had surgery two weeks yeah. ago, I just think to expect a lot is probably probably flawed. But go back to that. Franklin played six. How do you play sixty snaps on a catch one ball? I don't. I don't. That's the question we kind of had. Yeah, there wasn't yeah. much there. Just no separation, and a lot of trust with Watkins and Wade compared to anybody else when Harris isn't out there. Well, and I and I get that, but don't you think you try to isolate him a little bit or something? I mean, I just. I mean, once or twice. I don't. I, think, I mean, I, I don't even remember him trying to throw the ball to him more than once. Again, here's the other part. I mean, people do this deal, transitive property. He caught eighty something passes at UTSA. That does not mean he's going to catch that many mm-hmm. passes in the SEC. It's a different. It's a different deal going up against North Texas than it is Alabama. Not all these guys. Who no, move, there's no doubt. About not that. all the guys who move up a level. It doesn't always uh, translate. Well, I think he had multiple catches against Texas, though, touchdowns, too. So, I, I mean, I know that's one game, but he, he can, they can at least, I don't, I didn't even see him go to him more than his one catch. You know, it's not like he dropped another one or they overthrew him. I don't, I don't remember that. Maybe they did. He had three targets. Three targets. Okay. So yeah. Three targets out of 60. Yeah. I mean, one catch, three targets, okay. 60 snaps. Did he have drop? Does it say drop or anything, or just uh, no drop that I'm throw? noticing? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, no drops. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Well. Anyway, we'll see how it goes, guys. Just again, I, I won't let you go, but I just appreciate all your hard work, and it obviously does not go unnoticed. Thank, sure. thank you. We appreciate, appreciate that very much. Thank you. Right. Yep. Have a good day. You too. Uh, yeah. You want to shut it there? We'll get to the other show. Yeah, that's good. We'll uh, we'll wrap this one up. Appreciate everybody for calling. Appreciate uh, the calls. It was fun. Good calls tonight. Uh, I'll be back up here in just a few minutes. We'll have uh, an extra edition of the Oxford Exxon podcast. I'll have uh, Matt Moscona, Parker Fleming, Ben Mintz will all join. We'll put this up in podcast form uh, either late tonight or early tomorrow. We'll have it for you if you're making the drive up from wherever to uh, catch Ole Miss and uh, LSU 5 o'clock on um, Saturday. We'll have a post-game show brought to you by Dead Soxy Saturday night as well. So thanks to everybody for calling. Appreciate uh, all the kind words and the uh, chat and everything like that. We'll be back um, in just a little bit, and then we'll have obviously a full week of shows uh, next week on the Oxford Exxon Podcast and MPW Digital. For Chase, I'm Neil. Take care. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.